0: Merry Christmas again. My name is Daniel Hill and uh, worship here. Serve as the director of a college ministry called Campus Outreach Columbia. Here in Columbia, it's a treat to be with you. Uh, As David shared, we're going to be talking about two things tonight. The divinity of God and the humanity of God. Um, And I'm particularly excited about that. What does it mean that God was, Jesus was fully God. And yet, fully man. And I, before we jump in, I just—I think about how many Christmas Eve services I've been a part of, and just if we took a poll here out, out here in the whole room, ha, how many would be represented here tonight? How many times have you heard about Jesus, or maybe heard a message about Jesus? Maybe not very many. Maybe a lot. I think one prayer that I'm, I'm praying tonight is that regardless of how many times I've heard the name Jesus or a talk about Jesus or even a Christmas Eve service or a Christmas season, that somehow God would remind me tonight of who He is. Maybe would give me a sense of awe. Maybe again, in a fresh way, it would lead to worship. I think any time we encounter greatness, it leads to worship, right? So I'm going to be talking about the divinity of Jesus. What does it mean that Jesus... It's fully, fully God. 100% God. Jesus. And there's so many different places that we could go. When I think about the Gospels, there's so many different places that we could, that we could show and prove the divinity of Jesus. Think about his name. We could look there and just see, well, what is the word, what does the name Jesus mean? Yahweh saves. God saves. Or think about Christ. Jesus Christ. Meaning Messiah. Anointed one. Or even the song we just sang. Uh, A name of Jesus that we hear a lot in the Christmas season. Emmanuel. What does that mean? God with us. Just his name shows his divinity. I think about throughout the gospels. The miracles he did prove his divinity. Think about how Jesus forgave sin. I mean who can forgive sin except God alone. Think about what Jesus called himself. He said I and the father are one. Right? He took on the divine name of Yahweh, I Am, Right, that we see in the Gospels. Showing again His divinity. But what I want to focus on just for a few moments with you is how Jesus interacted with creation. Okay, And I want to zoom in there for a second to show us a picture of the divinity of Jesus. Mark chapter 4. If you want to turn there, you can just listen. Mark chapter 4. Verse 35. By the way, I'm loving the, the noises in the service. Even as I talk, it'd be, it'd be weird if it was totally silent. i got two little ones, and uh, just right at home. I feel right at home with any, with any noises. Um, Mark chapter 4, 35. On that day, when evening had come, he said to them, Jesus, let it... Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was, and other boats were with him. Verse 37 And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. Try to get a picture of this. But he was in the stern, Jesus, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and they said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we're perishing? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Y'all, this is amazing. It's so easy to skim over. It's so easy for me to just be reading Mark 4 and just move on to the next section and miss this, of what's happening here, there's a storm overwhelming the boat, taking it under, so much so where they thought they were going to die, and Jesus wakes up, looks at the storm, and says, be still, stop. And here's the kicker, it listened to him. Right? It listened to him, and it stopped. J.C. Ryle says this about this text. The elements knew the voice of their master. Y'all, isn't this impressive? And like obedient servants were quiet at once. What about the Jesus storybook Bible? Uh, said this about this passage in Mark 4. He said, Jesus said, hush. That's all. And the strangest thing happened. The wind and the waves recognized Jesus' voice. Y'all, this is so powerful. The wind and the waves recognized Jesus' voice. They'd heard it before, of course. It was the same voice that made them in the very beginning. Y'all, is this not impressive? I pray that this would give us a sense of awe of Jesus tonight. Even in this Christmas season where we, we think about Jesus being born in a manger and yet this Jesus as a child was God 100% fully God I mean who else except God walks around and looks at creation and tells it what to do I mean I can barely get my dog to sit right and Jesus is looking at creation and telling it what to do this is God God As the beginning of the Gospel of John says, in the beginning was the Word, Jesus, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. When we think about Jesus being born in this season, we're talking about God. 100% fully God. And then I would just ask, what kind of relevance does this have for us tonight? How does this connect to me where I'm standing or you're sitting tonight? What does this matter? And I, there's, there's tons of things we could, we could say. One of the things that I want to just touch on briefly is its, it's interaction with us in terms of our relationship with God and salvation. Y'all, this is super, super significant. Only God, only somebody divine could satisfy and take on the punishment of our sins or what our sins deserve. This is really significant for salvation. In fact, essential for us to be saved tonight. Think about it this way. If Jesus was just a man and not God, lived a perfect life, the only salvation that he would earn would be his own. But the fact that Jesus could live and could die and then could earn salvation for every single one of us that could put our faith in him is because he was divine. Have y'all ever thought about that? Why? In the, how on earth does the logic, does this make sense? How could one person die and every person, all of God's elect, past, present, and future, all of the church that puts their faith in Christ could be saved and have a relationship with God how is that possible for one person to die it's possible because that one person this baby that we're celebrating tomorrow morning was God and has infinite worth and value being God himself and God himself took on the flesh became one of us and died therefore if we're seated tonight we're here in this room y'all this is amazing any one of you that has put your faith in Christ and has found a relationship with, with God and is growing and being changed by Him and has been adopted as a son or daughter and into God's family and is on your way to glory to spend eternity with God in His presence, if that's a reality for you, then praise Jesus and thank Him that He is divine because His divinity has purchased for you salvation, that you could have those things and know Him and actually be in His presence. And so I hope that, that, that gives you a sense of awe with Jesus' divinity, and I hope it also connects the reality of your relationship with him. Tonight, I'll just close with this, with a, a famous hymn. Charles Wesley says, Amazing love, how can it be that thou, my God, should die for me?